On this episode of the Pack It Up Pod, we talk about our yearly tradition of beating up on the Bears. If you haven't already, hit subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at the Packers Pod and our website, PackersPodcast.com. Third down and seven. Rodgers backs up. Throws. Adams, touchdown, Green Bay. Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to have that first seed shine and glow. Kevin King coming in for that tackle. Superman dad ho. Rodgers to Adams. Damn, what a combo. No Bakhtiari, but we still beat the piss out of our NSC North foe on the Pack It Up Packers podcast. Hey! I need an air horn. We did it, boys. We did it. Woo! 13-3, <laughs> two times in a row. What yes, a start yes. to LaFleur's career. Woo! Uh, this is Ryan joining as always by Josh and Dan. Hello, gents. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, one seed? Yes, and speaking of a flur, so he he's right behind George Seifert, second most wins through two seasons, only the second coach in NFL history to start his NFL head coaching career with two buys in a row. And this one, I think we should give him extra credit because there was only one spot. Like there was only one spot. You could, like everybody else gets those two. No, this is one. But an unbelievable way. I, I know that we were all kind of floating somewhere around 10 to 12 wins this year to get right back again. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. And they look pretty good doing it. I mean, don't tell anyone, but I'm pretty excited now. <laughs> pretty confident, yes. I mean, I don't know if confidence is the right word, but I'm excited. I've got faith that like we're putting our best effort out there at the right time in the season, which yeah, is, uh, you can't ask for more. Yeah. Especially, I mean, the past three weeks, giving up the most 16 points against an opponent, like that's incredible. 16 versus the Panthers, 14 versus the Titans, 16 versus the bears. Did Two Josh, of those offenses are pretty darn good. Also, did Josh so, just credit pet? Uh, I'll uh-oh. get to that later. I'll get to that later. I know it's a bit of a conundrum we're in, but the defense is playing really well, and we've been hard on our coordinator, and there's still some scheme things that we'd like to fix, but it's working. I mean, the the take-home here is you're holding NFL teams consistently to less than 20 points. It's working, and the Bears yep. had the ball for a ton of time. Trubisky threw it 42 times. They answered all the things we were looking to see, right? You wanted to slow down David Montgomery. You wanted a strong run game. You wanted to focus on Allen Robinson and try to take him out of the game. They did all that. They look really good at the right time of the year. So, yes, I'm very excited about the potential right now. Yeah, let's actually just jump right into this defense. Let's do Uh, it. Josh (laughs) mentioned it. On this six-game winning streak that they're on, they're averaging 18 points against. And I would argue – that so many of those were A, prevent defense, or B, if you think about this Bears game and then also the Panthers game, that defense is on the field so much in the second half when we can't get it going on offense. So I think some credits do that. We gave up 16, and I know 
Twitter was going crazy about, oh, my God, how are we giving out these fourth downs? It's like they've been on the field now for nine straight minutes. like <laughs> And now is coming off a one-minute series by the Packers. Like, it, what did you and expect? A, and a fumble on the 20 or whatever. Yeah, yep, and a fumble. Yep. So, yeah, uh, the bad kickoff, which will – the refs, I mean, they always give it to the Packers. Every single ball is <laughs> <to> the Packers. <laughs> yeah, so let's to, call that out. <laughs> yeah. So to give up a, a field goal while they started on the 40 of the Bears, to then give up a touchdown where they started on, like, the 25 – I mean, right there, if it plays out how the rest of the game played out, it's 35 to 6. And now we're even talking about, holy mackerel, what is this defense doing? Uh, Amos, I, I just, he I, playing against I the love, yeah, I love him. I, I uh, and uh, my negative is King. I can't, I can't watch him tackle. And when that hit him in the junk in the end zone, I laugh because <laughs> I texted, I'm like, I texted the group. I go, this is where Mitch would make the dumbest mistake ever. And then it hits him in the balls, like literally hits him in the balls. You've been the yeah. one saying Mitch will give you a couple throws every game. And we dropped every one he gave us. We did. <laughs> we did. This should have been. That's my only disappointment with this defense. We should have absolutely annihilated them. They probably should have had a couple touchdowns even on defense, possibly. Um, they, they dropped how many interceptions? I can't. I think three, maybe four. Yeah, at least two. Um, I remember. Yeah. But yeah, Kevin King. Great bringing him up. I could not believe – I'm just going to bring up this one moment because it sort of blew my mind. Kevin King was lined up 10 yards off. They threw it to his wide receiver. Wide receiver got a gain of five. Then he did it again, lined up 10 yards off, threw it to his wide receiver. Again, first down. Then they did it a third time, threw it to the running back, running him off with the wide receiver. I can't believe how many times they line Kevin King up. I don't know if it's Kevin King or defense coordinator whatever. Mm-hmm. But that needs to be fixed because they attacked Kevin King so much in this game. It's evident that they see something and other people are going to see the same exact thing. Yeah, it's why Kevin King had 10 tackles. It's why Darnell Mooney had 11 catches for 93 yards. We talked about him, but we didn't expect, you know, a career performance from him. But at the end of the day, you know, Petten's not dumb. LaFleur's not dumb. They must know that this is just how the defense is built right now. Like, Mm-hmm. They they shut down Allen Robinson. They're like, you're going to attack Kevin King. We're going to send help and just hope he tackles well. And he did have a hideous tackle, but he made 10, right? And seven were solo. So it, he made some tackles as well. It, it's just the ones he misses. And he had two pass deflections. He, he looks like a two torpedo coming out of nowhere Gosh. with no arm. But his head down. What the hell? <laughs> and that's that the crazy bad. thing, too, is is I, I think Mooney is, is – Better than his stats are. I actually like him. I think his game is really, really raw. And once he gets in the groove of being an NFL receiver, I think it'll be good. But it, the most receptions in the game up to this point was five. And he went for 11. And that was kind of a – I felt like a double-edged sword of we were allowing Mitch to take all those five-yard throws he ever wanted in his entire life, uh, hoping that they never went deep. But at some point – with the inaccuracy that Mitch was showing, you got to put pressure on him. I, at some point, you got to say, look, we're bringing the house or we're going to play really, really tight man coverage. Like, it just seemed that, yeah, in a normal circumstance, are you okay with teams just chipping, chipping, chipping? Sure. But in this case, where Mitch wasn't even hitting those throws necessarily perfect, it just seemed like, man. Just do something different for once. Just throw in these random things. But, 
Yeah, Aye. make make Mitch threaten you downfield. He was one for one, essentially. They had that mm-hmm. big hit to, I forget who. It wasn't Mooney, was it? It was over Savage. Was it Mooney? Yeah, it was Mooney. Yeah, it was Mooney. Yeah. 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 So everything was to Mooney. But t- to your point, bring those guys up. The Bears game plan almost looked like a Packer game plan. It's like mm-hmm. run, short dump offs. They had counteractions to, you know, bootlegging tight ends, essentially, for, for lack of a better term. But uh, it it looked like our game plan without the deep shot. So yeah, you'd like to see some adjustments. But on the good note, that run defense was all over the. I mean, a swarming yes. defense two Ooh, baby two weeks in a row that the defense has been swarming, led by the safeties coming in and making hits. But Rayshon Gary and Kenny Clark in the run game. Was hey, include so Dean in active. that. Include Dean and that and that one guy named Dean. <laughs> Rashawn Gary and Kenny Clark. No, nothing against Dean Lauer. He had a good game too. But Kenny Clark sniffed out a screen pass that just got mm-hmm. me all excited. And Rashawn Gary, one and a half tackles for a loss, five total. But in the run game, he was on every pile. He was in on everything. I'm like, that's the energy we need from a young guy like that that's trying to make a name coming into the playoffs. I, I, I'm still looking for him to have a breakout game where he gets like two sacks on a primetime playoff game. He's he's putting in that effort right now. And the team is just so much fun to watch because with all those guys playing strong, then you got Chris Barnes flying in there like a torpedo, but with arms, and he actually wraps up that tackle. Yep, I, they're just playing so efficient. They're playing like the offense has been playing, and it makes everybody's job easier when everybody's doing their own job. And just like you were saying, Chris Barnes flying in, he's getting those opportunities because the defensive line is doing what it's supposed to do. It's setting the edge. It's it, Kenny Clark is eating up double teams left and right and splitting them at times and making the tackle. I mean, how he has played in the past couple of weeks has just been amazing. But what I love about this and oh, Christian Kirksey, we need to touch on him, too. Um, but since they've made that change at linebacker where Chris Barnes is a dedicated inside and Christian Kirksey is sort of that weak side linebacker, how much better does this mm-hmm. defense look? I mean, I think we made that switch What when Chris Barnes came back, what, five weeks ago or something? Yeah, I was going to say a month, give or take. Yep. But how much better this defense looks and how much more confident they look in where they are is mind-blowing. I mean, people are cutting off passes. I wish Jair Alexander really wanted to catch a ball because I felt like he should have had two again. Um, but just how much confidence this defense is playing with, it, it is, it is amazing to see finally. How about the, uh, coronation of offsides by our defensive edge? Uh, they just put one together this time and ruined a turnover. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that can just be like their graduation from going offsides all year. Now they're done with it. <laughs> we can be done with jumping the snap. So inefficiently all year between and, and between that and loose coverage, I'm not even mad that they were attacking King and he gave up those catches, but those were the downsides of the defense, right? And I don't think they're that big of an issue right now. And catch the ball, but how many corners catch the ball really well? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and the best part is the Smith brothers still are non-existent, really. So look at how good our defense is. What happens when Zadarius comes up with a big sack in a playoff game and Preston comes up, hopefully, with a big play? But I, I just love to see these other guys stepping up when the Stars aren't playing as good as they normally do. How many snaps did you think Snacks had? Zero. I, yeah, I think zero. I don't remember seeing him. Because here's the thing is, and I, I was going to ask you guys, because Rob uh, Domomsky said that Harrison had 12. What? And that has to be a mistake, right? Because I am almost, I don't remember a single time huh. 
thinking he was out there. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember registering what number he's wearing. Yeah, he was 98. And so I, I guess that's just adding to the point that Josh made is uh, Preston for sure is <laughs> has not been in the uh, action at all. Zedarius has moments. But if this run game is as good as it's been this last two weeks and we could only add to it, I, I'm excited. And t- two more weeks, practice, rest. But you're absolutely right, and I don't want to be one of those guys, but there was even a few plays that I thought Kenny was getting held back, that he was not only beating two guys, but whenever they put single uh, one-on-one, he was beating them and getting kind of uh, held a little bit. But we're not those Chicago Bear fans. We don't, <laughs> we don't play that game. But let's talk about this offense uh, where hmm. – I mean, what's we talk about this defense doing well in the six-game winning streak. They're still putting up about 34 points a game, uh, and that was playing defenses that that had something to prove. Man, Aaron Rodgers, four touchdowns, no interceptions, silky smooth. Probably could have had more. Uh, he was on pace to having yet another two uh, missed attempts in the whole game. Running game, eh? And then Devontae mm-hmm. Adams setting some records and tying some records in terms of number of catches and touchdowns. So where do you guys want to start with this offense? You know, I it, it, it I, I can't believe it. I looked up right before we started this, the time of possession. I did not know the Bears had the ball 11 more minutes. That's insane. So when I look back at the stats, I was like, huh, I wish we ran the ball more. But when you when you have the ball that little of time – and how efficient Aaron Rodgers was playing. I think at one point he was 15 for 15 until he had that incompletion to MBS, which should have been a touchdown. But um, when you're playing that efficient, who needs to run the ball? Like continue to run your offense the way they were. It wasn't just one person doing everything. It was a little bit of everyone uh, getting their little dab in the, in the offense. Um, well, and they I, found that key in the past game when you spread out uh, three wide trips to one side that they were putting a linebacker on the third guy and they were yeah. just picking that every matchup time. apart. Every yeah. time. And then Ben Fennell even, even tweeted it out today already. He said, uh, you know, props to him. I love watching his film breakdowns, but he's like, when the running back goes out in a five wide formation with no, no running back in the backfield and they got a corner matched up on your running back, then you know, it's zone. And they, and they show Aaron Jones out wide with five wide, and they got a corner on him. He's like, now you know it's zone, and you can pick your matchup. I'm like, oh, I never even correlated that. But you got a linebacker on MVS? Like, yeah, we're going to keep going back to that formation. We might not have to run. <laughs> well, yeah, and they had linebackers on whoever was coming out of the backfield. So the play-action rollouts were open all the game. I think Daphne had one. I think Aaron Jones had one. I think Tunyon had one. Um, I mean, it was beautiful to watch. I think that's my new favorite play that we watch because it's just so smooth how it operates. Um, but I, yeah, efficiency is just what what the, describes this whole entire offense for this game. Yeah, six targets and six catches for Devontae. It's like he could have done more. We just didn't need him to do more, which I I just love that approach that they took. Aaron Jones still had four for forty in the past game. I love mixing them in there. And did you guys see that backfield? I know you did, but let's call it out. Did you see that backfield of Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon in the shotgun? I did. Why didn't they do it more? Uh, well, build that. off of that. You showed it on film now, right? Now your playoff opponent has to scout that and think about what you can be doing out of that formation. I love what they've got with that three-headed attack because, I mean, imagine a game where Rodgers is off. It hasn't happened all year. 
but say he's off and you need to commit to a run game, we can do it. Rodgers is on run games, you know, just to keep everyone honest. This offense is clicking on all cylinders. I do have one concern, though, and you, you brought up in the run game. They were eh, and credit to the Bears defense. They got Akeem Hicks back. They can do some good things in the rush defense category. But Rodgers was getting hit a lot more. And I, I've heard rave reviews for the versatility of the offensive line. And obviously, they had a great game. I mean, to do what they did, losing your all-pro, pro bowler, future Hall of Fame left tackle, and just insert guys, rotate positions, credit to them. But in the long run, which is hopefully only three more games, hopefully three more games, I should say, uh, Rodgers was getting hit. He was getting knocked down. He was having to scramble and like throwing out of those shoestring style tackles. And at his age, I'm like, well, those would add up. So I'm really glad if someone had to get hurt, named David Bakhtiari, that it happened later in the year and he didn't face like a half a season worth of hits before the playoffs. So I think I got to keep my eye on that because if a good pass rush team, you know, we're going to face a good pass rush at some point. And we struggled a little bit there. With with that said, did you like Billy Turner at left tackle? Wait, who else oh. are you going to put there? Who else are you going to put there? Jenkins. Yeah, could you but switch Turner Jenkins inside? Him? Yeah. And then Patrick and Turner at guards? Yeah, yeah. And, and mm. Yeah. I, I like that more because I just think Jenkins. Yeah, you're right. Because we're going we're gonna to face some decent, especially if Tampa Bay – and the Saints come through, we're going to face some de- decent defensive lines. So you're right. Uh, I, I would be, be a similar. little more comfortable with that. Yeah. And and maybe they make that change after going back and watching film. I mean, Turner got turned a few times, and mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not making fun of him. The the guy put up a hell of an effort and, and oh yeah and played well. You know, he's only got sacked once, but I I don't see the quarterback hits in my uh, stat count here. But he got knocked down a lot, so more so than normal. Uh, but luckily, he's gone through a, a full season healthy. He's not dinged up, uh, and he's the MVP, hands down, right? I mean, no one's questioning that anymore at this point. What what I love is you got the number one offense in the NFL. You got a defense that's coming on strong. You got the bye week, and you got home field advantage. So Brady or Breeze, you got to come up to Lambeau and play in five degree weather. Mm-hmm. Man, just I feel like just get us to the NFC Championship game, and Aaron Rodgers knows that his legacy is at stake on getting a, a second Super Bowl. It's like the whole team, 52 other guys, just jump on Rodgers' back because he's just going to do this thing. Yeah, and I feel like people on this team, offense and defense included, are finding their roles. You know, they're, they're not trying to do everything. Daphne is a great addition. I mean, he's replacing Jace, who has done nothing for us. And in two games, Daphne has a touchdown and some very key blocks in the run game also. Um, so I'm loving what I'm seeing out of our third tight end um who is now a sneak attack in the end zone that nobody covers um and then alan lazard also he is he has found his role within this offense they brought it up uh somebody interviewed lafleur and he he was saying to him to one of the announcers that alan lazard is such a key piece in the offense that when he's not in there we don't run some of our offense because no other wide receiver can do what he does in the blocking and just running off the coverage um, so it, it's interesting to see, even though they're not stat getters, how they how they all help this offense just thrive at its fullest. I will say I was uh, sorely disappointed in the lack of A.J. Dillon on the field. He played five snaps 
which granted I I'd fully warned everybody do not expect this Dylan train to be an every week thing, but would have at least liked to have seen the guy do something a against a quality opponent on the road, but B the man just went off last week, at least give him some, mm-hmm. some touches to continue this confidence building that now it doesn't matter who we have in the out uh, backfield. It doesn't matter whether we have two or three of them there. Like you don't know what's coming and they're all so different of runners. I would have loved to have seen a little bit more of that. Only thing I could think is maybe they didn't want him to lose his confidence from last week. So maybe throwing Mm. him in there too much this week may Mm. like, oh, shoot, here's the NFL. I see where Uh, you're going with that. That's the only thing I could think. Guys are professional. Like I see where you're going with that, but I hope that's not the cause. On on that blocking scheme, though, a couple of things to note. I just saw uh, a note around Rick Wagner, and I forgot that early in the game he got dinged up again. That guy is battling everything. It's such a warrior that he just keeps fighting through everything. He's like, my team needs me. Just tape it up. I'm going to be back out there. <laughs> my last year. Yeah. And, and again, the offense came through with one of those nice responses. It was a six or seven minute drive. I'm not looking at the, the, the box score to confirm the exact tally. But late in the second half, they just put together a full field drive that just sucked the life out of the Bears. And um I think that was the one that ended with Aaron Jones's rushing touchdown. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that rushing touchdown was also, you talked about tight ends and the, the dirty work that they do. Mercedes Lewis blocked Khalil Mack one-on-one and it wasn't on the backside of the play. It was to the side that Aaron Jones ran to sneaked right past him for a touchdown. So bravo to all their guys playing their role. And I had to bring up Mercedes Lewis because you mentioned LaFleur's comments, and did you also catch that little anecdote about how much he loves Mercedes yeah, Lewis? They bought him a jersey on his birthday. <laughs> That's fantastic. And, and who's older? Mercedes Lewis might be older than LaFleur, is he? Oh, for sure, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I Probably by like three or four years. <laughs> That's I, fantastic. <laughs> so, oh, and, wait, I want to add one more. Tavon Austin. Even though he's going to get mm. very little action, it just spreads out the defense mm. that little much mm-hmm. more. I, he's better than – well, yeah. Besides – yeah, he, he was hit right on there. Whatever. He got special, bad blocking. Meninga, where, teams, man. where are you at? <laughs> I thought you were going to no. call out Devontae with his uh, franchise record, tying oh, record. Oh, well, yeah. Let's call that out too. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> well, there we go. Devontae Adams tied – or broke. Or no, he tied right. Sterling Sharp right. for the most touchdowns in a season with 18, but he didn't play two and a half of those games. Yeah, and I'd rather talk about that than Tavon Austin when it comes to weapons. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that uh, I don't know. I, Tavon Austin is is a is not the answer that I think we thought. Um, and it's I'm a band aid. It's a yeah, good band aid. Man, I just. Do we get Urban back? I that's I don't know what his timetable is, but man, I hope so. Yeah, it'd be so. it'd be more fun to have him back. I mean, they're kind of a wash in my yeah. mind. But oh, Urban's a better Urban. returner in my mind. But man. well, anywho, we have the number one seed, so we're gonna get a beautiful weekend off. And although we're gonna kind of review the regular season later this week, wanted to tease a little bit of what we're looking at. Basically, we have a wonderful, being this top spot, four teams that could technically be coming to our house. Washington football team, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, L.A. Rams, or 
the Chicago Bears. So is there any of those that stick out to you of, man, I don't want this to happen? Is there any that you're like, come to Papa? Bears. <laughs> we want the Bears. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I really don't want to see Tom. I think it'd be an awesome playoff, you know, experience. But as a fan of the Packers, I don't want to see Tom Brady. I'd like to see Tom, too. I'd like to see Breeze come up. I want to go through the best. I, I mean, even the Redskins, they got a terrible offense. So I'm I'm confident we'd win the game, but I don't want to see that defense. I don't want to see mm-hmm. Chase Young chasing down Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, I don't want to see that. It's, a, it's the playoffs. Everyone's going to be good. We might as well knock off the big names and have no one question that the NFC has some talent. All I want is a chance. I did, the Chiefs and the Bills are wagons. Just get there and let's take a chance. Yep. Score 40, you got a chance. We're a wagon, too. We got the number one offense. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing we talked about before we jumped on the podcast is the NFC. Uh, I'm not saying that the Packers are perfect, but in terms of health, where their offense is and where their defense is, I don't know if there's anybody in the NFC that's even remotely close in being that high on all levels. That Rams, awesome defense. Uh, football team, awesome defense. I their their offense is not even remotely close. So yeah, we just got shot for eight more quarters, and then yeah. roll the dice. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm giddy. I'm excited to see how this Packers team reacts. I feel like we finally started to get that energy and that mojo that we were really hurting for, probably around that week six to eight time frame. Sit back, relax, hope these teams beat the hell out of each other, and we'll see who comes to Lambeau two Sundays from now. So, till then, thanks, everybody. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go!